0: In this week's episode of Studio Inter we'll be discussing the wins against Atalanta and Napoli, we'll be previewing the Getafe game in the Europa League, Conte's Meltdown, this week's Moji, Frog and Moratti and much much more, everything here on Studio Inter, on centrointer.com. <laughs> Benvenuti, bentornati to another edition of Studio Inter. Uh, And normally uh, all should be fine in the world of the Nerazzurri. It should be smooth sailing. Inter got more points, got more than eighty points for the first time in a decade, equaling their treble-winning, legendary treble-winning season point haul. They finished second. But it's wouldn't be it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't be you know it's it's inter so it can't be it can't be smooth sailing because that's not how this club rolls. Um, but before we get to all of that, uh, let me uh, let me introduce our panelists. Uh, Semprinte.com's intensely overworked preview writer, <laughs> Mr. Mohammed massa <Nasser.
1: laughs> Hey guys, I'm here to calm your nerves down. It's been a fantastic <laughs> season. It's great. It's all gonna be. Even better. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. This is the best time in our lives in a decade or so. It's just been you see this? Mo,
0: you, They really should be like a Min Mo app. Whenever you're stressed out, you see your voice coming up saying, God, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Right. Um, we're also joined by our good friend, uh, Mr. Will Beckman.
2: Good evening. I would just like to put it on record that what happened in the late hours of last night is in fact Mo's fault after he tweeted <laughs> us to tell us how much he was looking forward to recording a happy <laughs> podcast uh, after that the full-time still in Bergamo.
0: That is so absolutely For once, true. it's not my fault. No, it's not. It's blame, hashtag blame Mo. Right. Um, and we're also joined by a very special guest. Um, he is the deputy editor of the Athletics uh, uh Dallas branch. Uh he's an interfan. Uh he he's making his studio inter debut. Mr. Mike Piellucci. Welcome.
3: Thank you, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Uh it's actually my fault. It was gonna be a chill week and then I decided <laughs> to invite me on the podcast and just everything
0: fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> very sorry. Well you know just so we can you know figure out exactly how much we're supposed to blame you, I was thinking, let's uh why don't you introduce yourself? Like what like how old are you where you live and how did you become an interfan and what's your story?
3: Yeah, so I am. Uh, so I live in Dallas, Texas, which would make sense since I, uh, you know, work with the Dallas branch of the Athletic. Uh, I am a sports journalist here in the United States. I've written for places like Sports Illustrated, the New York Times, The Ringer, Bleacher Report, now the Athletic. Um, I am 33. I've been an Inter fan since. At this point, it's over half my life, which is a uh, you don't realize how quickly the time passes. Um, it kind of started for me. Really, the the roots were in the 2002 World Cup. Um, my best friend, you know, got into soccer before I did, and uh, you know, the U.S. men's national team—not the most fun thing to follow, uh, certainly not in 2002. Um, and so, the World Cup's going on, and I knew I'd be excited about Italy. You know, being uh, Italian American myself. And I remember asking my buddy, hey, who are who are some of the guys to follow this team? And he told me to. He said, Totti and Vieri. And I thought, you know, Vieri, that sounds pretty cool. And, you know, I saw him play and I was like, oh, OK, just, you know, textbook, Italian, you know, central striker. Um, and probably about a year later, I, I picked up uh, Winning Eleven or PES, I guess is the other alternate title of it. And just was like, all right, what team's that guy on? And uh, it happened to be Inter's, probably is what, penultimate year, I think, in Inter. And bubble left but I stayed and so it's uh you know it's been about 17 years now uh so I've you know I was there right before things got good again I've been here all the way through things going bad again I would tell you that I'm here for when things are going good again but are they ever really going that good do we ever really know if they're going good again but I'm here I'm not going anywhere I'm, I'm stuck with this and I'm glad to be here with you guys as we all commiserate together I'm really happy to have you like look let's uh let's get right into it um
0: I, I have a lot of thoughts. I've been thinking. It's gone like almost 24 hours uh, since uh, since his epic uh, Chernobyl esque meltdown in every single uh, to every single news outlet in Italy that would have him, um, where he threw basically everyone under the bus. And and it's funny because if you look at if you read these interviews one after one, and we published them in the order that he did them, you can see how he's building. He's getting angrier and angrier and angrier by every interview that he does. And towards the end at Sky. You know, it's 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 is he's he's basically Mussolini off the balcony. You know, he's 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 fuming and he's accusing. You know, he's he's whinging about why Stephen Zhang is not in. The president is not uh, inter president isn't in Italy as if it's his choice, as if he could change those those the travel ban due to the pandemic um, and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, if we're, if we're gonna like if we're going to talk about this in, in some sort of sane way and and coherent way uh then then i think we got to start somewhere we got to start by, by 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 looking at what where where he starts he says he's not he's not happy with the way inter inter haven't protected him and the players that's that's the main thing and then he talks about how some people who weren't on the bandwagon are now on the bandwagon bandwagon referring internally he goes on to say uh, something which completely do- I don't I don't understand what the what the issue is here at all is is only I know how much I I fought tooth and nail to get Lukaku to, to arrive at Inter. Again, I, I we're gonna get into all of these one and one by one. Um, and then he says the the, the president the, the president is in China um, there are people here, and, s- and then he talks about Spalletti, uh, referring to an interview with Spalletti, where Spalletti talks that he doesn't says that he doesn't talk to the media. It's it's uh, Gigi Crippa, who's the chief press officer, to the right of him. Uh, he's refer- who he's referring to, and, and and I guess that's an attack on him as well. Uh, some of the some of the Italian media have, by deductive reasoning skills, come to the conclusion that he's also talking about um, Piero Auxilio, because he's the only board member left from when when Spalletti was there um i mean if we're going to go through all of these things and and see you know w- what he you know whether or not he has a point or if he's just ranting and raving uh but but for me the first thing i want to talk about is the timing of this this is exactly why i did not want this man to come we've already covered why during the Skriniar and Gudin things but this man is volatile he has zero impulse control or he has let I'd say he's he's about about as much impulse control as the current U.S. president, he 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 doesn't care what he says, when he says, how he says it. When he's angry, he's angry, and he will he will want to tell everyone who's willing to listen that he's angry. Um, and this is exactly why I didn't want him, because Inter are a volatile club, and putting a volatile person, it's like putting you know it's like mixing gasoline with plutonium and putting it next to an oven. It's just a, it's 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 an accident waiting to happen. Now this is the third, third or fourth epic meltdown he's had, and I wonder if this if this will, if this is the last one because it seems to me like he's doing, like it, to me this has been his first two Chelsea season compressed into one, uh, into one season where he started good, everything was good and shiny and happy. And then now it's as if he wants to get sacked. He wants sooning to do something because he's taking them on head-on here. Um, starting there, uh, just what what is he trying to do here, Mo? What, what are your thoughts? What is this guy trying to do here?
1: No, I don't think he's trying to get sacked at all. I think, uh, actually, I, I see it all as a sign of uh, uh, real emotion and real investment into the squad. I think that... Uh, we know that uh, the club is fucked, and it's been uh, messed up for a very long time structurally. There have been internal flaws in the organization, and uh, part of Suning and uh, Marotta's uh, amazing work uh, on the club has been this uh, the rebuilding of the club uh, and uh, this uh, reestablishment of the organization, internal organization, as a as a um, as a world class setup. Uh, from 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 the inside out, you know, from from bottom up. Uh, so so it's there's there's no shame in in labeling something that uh, as it is. And I think that uh, like you like you quite rightly said, I think he he was a man who's been uh, on an, an on a mission the entire season. He's been disappointed by not having won something all year long. He knows exactly. Uh, what happened and why things have why things have transpired as they are? He's been under an immense amount of stress, and he's an, a, a volatile person with no with no uh, vocal filter, so it all came out in a in a in a moment of euphoric emotion. Uh, it all it all came out. So was it the right time? Absolutely not. Was it the right uh, medium? Uh, certainly not. But. Uh, but, uh, definitely, uh, <laughs> the message, it doesn't make it incorrect. You know, it's, uh, it is, it is what it is. Uh, I was going to, I was going
0: to get to the, I'm going to get to the contents of it because I think you're absolutely right. I think there's so many layers to this that we need to talk about. Uh, yeah. because, because, because I think a lot of the things he says, I actually agree with. That's, that's the weird part of all of this that I, I think. I, and
1: ironically, as, as the, as the interviews go on and, uh, and, uh, the, the the fervor goes madder. I, I find myself agreeing with the points more and more. You know, I I, I didn't agree earlier with, you know, with with, with the Lukaku uh, with the Lukaku statement in the first interview. But uh, later when we we're talking about uh, the leaks in the club, etc. Uh, etc. Et then then I'm 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 more uh, in agreement, despite it being packaged in a in a manner that's uh, absolutely uh, uh, bonkers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not bonkers. gonna say bonkers, but just. Uh, <laughs> peculiar, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I'm not as diplomatic
2: peculiar.
1: as you, <laughs> peculiar. Peculiar. <laughs>
0: particolare.
1: Particolare. Particolare esattamente exactly. veramente particolare,
0: eh? Yeah, he is a particular Strange. guy. Curious. Ah. <laughs> William, I I want to hear I mean wh- wh- I want you to react to that. I mean, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are, are we, what are we sticking? Are we sticking with the timing debate?
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. What's your thoughts on that? Okay, well, it's interesting. I, I was. Um, it's interesting you made the point about the the sort of the the tone ramping up as the evening went on, because as it turns out, I was watching Sky um, last night in the post game and saw on uh, Twitter he, what he'd said in his press conference. Um, so, and he hadn't come to Sky yet to do his interview, <laughs> so you knew that there was something brewing. <laughs> Um, but just to give you just to give listeners an example for they haven't read of sort of the way this ramped up, when he said when he was in his press conference, he said he had received um, poca protezione from the club. So little, not much protection. By the time he got to Sky, that became scarsissima protezione, which is like absolutely bloody nothing. So, you know, he, he clearly had got himself more and more wound up as time went on. Um, <laughs> And uh, you know, and it all started with the Dazon interview when he was asked about, you know, do you think Marotta wants you to buy Messi? Wants to buy you Messi for his birthday? And that's where the Lukaku comment came from. You think, wow, yeah, you know, you 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 don't have a clue how hard I had to work to bring Lukaku to Inter, and then it went, and then it went from there. But um, no, it was it was quite something. I was um, pretty stunned listening to all of it. Um, I really was. Perhaps well. perhaps because you know, in the most of his rants before, if you take them, the, the Dortmund defeat the draw with Roma, those are the two that are off my top of my head first. Those come after bad results where you might be in a bad mood. This was after a victory and that coupled with the fact that he repeated the same concepts over and over again makes me think that this was not an emotional rant that got out of control. He came with a point to make and he really wanted to make it clear because he said the same things to different people without even necessarily being sort of Provoked specifically on on those particular subjects,
0: and so I think it's very he, important for us to underline what he did as well. Because let's be honest, let's not you know add to the to 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 the to the to the false narrative that has been going around. This is absolutely nothing to do, and he said so himself. This is absolutely nothing to do with Mercato. the Mercato, with yeah. the Mercato. This that is was nothing.
2: nothing he was clear to stress. Yeah, he
0: was very clear. This is not about signing players. This is not about which players I want and didn't get. This isn't about. Uh, you know things like that this is about the club the structure and the hierarchy of the club not May protecting I? him which makes which to me is what do you want you know what, what, no, so, what yeah sorry go on. So,
1: yeah so um alex isn't here he's the other uh uh you know outed <laughs> mma fan on on the podcast but uh you, you see this a lot in mma you know uh really Especially after a big win, and uh, in a post-fight interview, the guy uh, after a strong win, the guy or the girl, um, especially if if they'd gone through certain adversity and, and certain slights, albeit you know seemingly uh, minor in the eyes of the observer, but they go nuts in the post-fight interview. And I feel like it was one of those things, like Will said, because the other the other the other two outbursts came after losses, where you know it seemed like he was trying to vindicate uh, the effort that was done so far or wh- whatever but this came like like Will said like after, after after the the you know the undeniable absolute uh, you know cherry on top uh, underlined whatever like this is it the 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 final point of the season we have gotten 82 points we finished second emphatically beating atalanta away In in a game where Atalanta were completely outclassed, so there there's there it's undeniable that this team is deserved uh, of the second place and the progress that has been achieved. So he's he's really charged up, and I I feel like I feel like this guy has been under a lot of stress. He's carried without a doubt, without a doubt, yeah, you know, like carried carried a lot along the way, like an entire five caps worth of uh, stress, and of course, you know, like. The, 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 we can't deny that that it, we, we know, we, we're we in Tristi, we know, we're, we're born in this we, <laughs> we've spoken about Antonio uh, Nor- like finally being one of us as he's, you know, ripped his fingers it. out of there, yeah, Cole. out of his <laughs> knuckles as, uh, you know, like uh, as as players as missed open goals or as w- whatever he, he, he gets it, so it's it's not a. It's not an easy thing. Being being an Interista is not an easy thing. I mean
0: Bergomi said in that Sky interview that he quoted Trapattoni saying that coming to Inter from Juventus was like entering a centrifuge in terms of pressure, um, and and that's true. Inter is a very special place. But Mike, I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, what were you thinking when you, I mean, the, the timing of this, I mean, we're going to get to what, what he says and why in a little bit, but I, I want to hear your thoughts on the timing of this. Could there have been a worse possible time to do something I mean, to me? This is like inviting someone to your big 50th birthday or 40th or 30th or big, you know, 21st or whatever it is. And just as everyone is sitting by the, by the table and having a lovely time and just about to eat the cake, you jump on the table, pull down your pants and shit all over the cake. Like this is the, this is, this is what that is to me. Like, yeah. Well, yeah.
3: Also, so Mo used the, the MMA post fight uh, analogy. I'm going to use the analogy of, it felt like a season finale of a television show where yes. all year long, and especially since the restart, there were so many ups and so many downs and good runs of form and bad runs of form. And you just, you don't know if the protagonists of the heroes that we watch are going to get on the same page and just get the job done. And lo and behold, they go to Bergamo They beat the third place team convincingly. I mean, you know, we could talk about this as we get get more of the match, but this was probably the best win of the campaign. And you're sitting there thinking they did it. We're happy. Great. And then right as, you know, we achieve this harmony, one of the main protagonists just sets everything on fire. And you're like, oh, okay, there's our cliffhanger going to the next year. You know, that's how it felt to me. Um, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So I do think this, though, you know, At first, I was stunned because, look, if you weren't stunned in the moment, I don't know what's going through your mind. Like nobody's expecting this. Even at Inter, this is weird. But the more I woke up this morning and the more I think about it, I'm with Will that there was definitely some premeditation here. Because, look, if you – and I'm not saying that he's right about this. I think one of the hallmarks of Antonio Conte is a total lack of self-awareness about a lot of things. But if you are Conte and you have a message that you want to get out there, and clearly he had his talking points that he wanted people to know, and you want to be heard and you want to get public opinion on your side, because, again, why go to the media if you don't? When are you going to do this? Well, you're going to do this when the public is most apt to like you, when people are most apt to be on your side. And particularly, I don't know to what degree he actually buys that the media is out to get him or to what degree it's just self-serving rhetoric. But – There will be, short of winning the Europa League, which nobody can bank on, right? I mean, Inter seem to be one of the favorites, but who knows? A lot can happen. Short of winning the Europa League, there will be no moment in which he is more liked, in which public opinion is more on his side than after that match yesterday. Now, was this a good idea? Absolutely not. I don't think he gets at all how this is playing for him. But in his mind, and you got to remember, right, we see Conte manage the same system all year long. He does things his way, and that way goes one way. Well, that's how he works when he communicates to the public too, right? It's all pressure. It's all aggressive. It's all hammer. You know, the dude does not do subtle. So in his mind, if he's thinking, I'm ready to explode and you are going to listen to me, what better time than the one time of the year when – You know, if you do this after a loss, you can sit there and, you know, I mean, I think even we as Inter fans sometimes say, oh, he's a little upset. He's blowing off steam, whatever. Maybe he wants people to listen to him and he thinks this is the time because nobody can dismiss his rhetoric as always. You know, he's upset after a loss. You have to take his statements. You know, you have to engage with his statements and you can't just couch them in terms of an inter result if he does it right after he gets them back to second to the table for first time in nine years. So. I think it's premeditated. I do think that that it's not mutually exclusive that you can premeditate it and then get more and more amped up as this keeps going. Like I think clearly – I think he came in in and he's probably psyching himself up at the morning. He's like, Antonio, this is the plan. I've got this. And then after 30 minutes, he's just lost the plot entirely. That's possible. But I do think he went in and I think you know, in that gap between after this match is over, when he goes to the media, I think he knows there will never be a better time when people – will like him and not dismiss what he's saying based on the results of a match than right here right now again I don't think it's a good idea but I think that was probably well, as best I can guess his thinking
0: yeah that's that, fair
3: enough and, 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 and that's
0: fair enough but let's let's go into what he's actually talking about and this is this is some serious stuff that he's that he's that he's really complaining about and 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 some of it I agree Primero, with auxilio. <laughs> But that's the thing. I don't think this is about Piero Ausilio. I think it's it's not because it was no. it was it was leveled at not being protected. Auxilio is not supposed to protect the club. That's more Marotta who does that, or the the press people who do that. And the video he was referring to is the one where Luciano Spalletti sitting next to Luigi Cripa, the, chief, the the press officer. Like this, this is really interesting. To, 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 let's talk about this because I think we can all, as Inter fans and and people who follow this club can say that the, the communication, a coherent communication strategy has been in Aquila's heel at this club for a very long time. I mean, if you're the coach of Inter, you have to be like what, do what Mourinho and Trapattoni and Helenio Herrera famously did. You have to be the strong man. No one is going to protect you. You have to be that person protecting yourself, your players, your club. That's, that just comes with a job description, whether you like it or not. Now, at Juventus and Chelsea, it may not have been that way, but this is not Juventus and Chelsea this is Inter and this is how it works at this club for good for bad whatever it is right now this is how it works and 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 that's just you know that's just a fact of life but i think we can all agree that this that part of it is yeah he's right inter should have, should have been much more vocal they should have defended themselves much more they should have um, you know they, they shouldn't have just he he was left I can understand why he was left f- feeling hung out to dry uh, in many of these in many of these situations where he's being you know touted built up only to be tear torn down again uh, in terms of Inter winning the scudetto and all that stuff uh, a part of that is also because Inter have not said anything as to what their ob- official objective is every other club does that Inter don't and that that leaves a lot of room for interpretation and i th- and i don't think inter have done that out of you know to to be mean to him it's not personal against him it's 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 more of the fact that inter probably are are, are not going to put something out there that that clear in terms of objectives because if they don't do that if they don't reach those goals well you know then then the 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 media will come after them saying you see he failed you said yourself he failed so what are you going to do now are you going to sack him what's going to happen so i think you know th- that's that's the strategy that inter have chosen and no matter what you think of that that you know that's what they've chosen but what what i don't understand is surely they've spoken to him about it and that's what i'm thinking that maybe they haven't or they have and it hasn't been clear enough and that there i kind of agree with them um, you, you, what's your thoughts on that mo
1: no, look. Uh, I, I think it's it's more than that. I think uh, it's probably uh, the treatment. I mean, we, we we all we've all you know read the, the analyses of uh, the outburst, and uh, you know we all know how Brozovic was treated uh, after uh, after his alleged uh, or the minor uh, DUI that he had. We all know uh, the leaks out of the out of the the locker room. We all know. I mean, and this is something that's systemic and has happened many, many years over and over again. We know how how unfairly. I mean, we 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 here have discussed uh, how unfair the post-lockdown uh, uh, schedule uh, has been uh, in terms of fixture, uh, fixture
0: list. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, fixture list uh, has been on, on on Inter in terms of a uh, number of rest days uh, as in front of opponents. So it's it's things like that and and, and things like that that that. Uh, you know, it's, it's these things in, in life. I, I, it happens to me all the time because, you know, I'm um, I, I, I'm um, a bit of a Larry David, you know. So uh, <laughs> I, in the sense that y- you like things y- y- like I, I, I don't mind playing by the rules as long as everyone plays by the same rules. But if mm. someone's breaking, uh, like if there are minor infractions about the rules and you complain about them, you're the one who seems to be petty. True. But you know, death by a thousand cuts. One minor infraction versus one minor infraction, and so on, and they accumulate and they pile on, and eventually it's it it becomes an insurmountable uh, insurmountable burden. Um, so I, I, I think this is the this is the sort of thing you know. If every time you complain, oh, but the referee didn't give us uh, four uh, fouls or whatever, or oh, but the fixture list, you sound like you're petty. But eventually, if you're a person who's keeping tally. You're, it's, it does add up. It does add up, and it, it does seem like the overall balance is stacked uh, against you, and it's a uh, and it's I thing that you need to contend with if you want to become a a, a a real competitor on an even playing field with Juventus. So again, I'm not I'm not. Um, I, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, um, rationalize or to apologize or whatever for for the the timing or the manner in which it was said. But we have like we can't we can't gra- you know like be shocked and pretend like oh my god what's he saying when when we when this is the exact same sort of stuff that we've been saying all the same all, all the time. He's he's yeah. just vocalizing what we've been saying what we want him to say. I agreed that the messaging and the manner and the timing was was awful. In particular, you know, with well, this being the you, best night of the decade. But I,
0: I, look, I I agree with all that. But the way that he does it, it makes him seem like a petulant child. Who I agree. agree, agreed, agreed. Agreed. That hasn't agreed. gotten what he wants, yeah. and he's throwing a hissy fit because it's not the first time. Remember at, at Juve, a hundred euro restaurant comment, a ten euro euros yeah, 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 no, no, in your no, pocket. Uh, at Chelsea, that madness there, like. It's, it never ends with him and it's so sad because this is something I really want to say because if, we, if anything we all can agree on, the guy is one of the best coaches in the world when it comes to tactical awareness, tactical preparation, tactical flexibility, uh, getting players, building a group, building a, uni- a unifying unit, a coherent group, building play, um, the way he's the way he, the 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 way he's introduced young players into the fold the way he's got this group moving in a harmonious direction they, those players let's not let's not kid ourselves those players in that dark locker room will die for him there's no there's no doubt about that and i think that's clear and that's one of the that's one of the positive things and i think he knows he knows that and that's why he's playing on it really really hard but the issue is this this hurts inter because it makes inter look like mugs it makes them look like complete mugs and I don't think that's a good thing. Will, you have something to say? That's all.
2: No, I, I, comp- I completely agree. I think that the thing that really um, is uh, concerning about what he said and the way he did it yesterday was that I don't see any way in which it helps Inter. And that makes me think that he's not doing this for the best of interest. Exactly. Of inter. He's doing that exactly. to protect himself.
3: Exactly. Um, that's you know, my thoughts we- as well. We've,
2: we've, said, we've said that the, the timing was was poor. Let's just, you know, let's just double down on it. It's not what he said. I agree with you. I think there are concerns that that are, that are legitimate. They're concerns we've heard from managers in the past. We've heard Mourinho saying he was a lightning rod, which was the same word that Conte used yesterday. We've heard, you know, Spalletti saying that there have been leaks out of the dressing room. So, you know, those, there really, there were two things that he was getting at. I think there are two separate strands. One of them is you haven't protected me and I'm getting all the blame for it. I'm I'm the one who's getting all the crap. Um, the other one is why are you leaking everything? Why do we not keep things internally? You know, I think um, <laughs> there's two there's two different there's two different things I think that he's getting at there. You know the um, and he's the, saying that while screaming into a camera into a TV. Yeah. Camera. Well, this is the thing. Like, it's not what the, he the said. irony is it's lost. It's when on. Yeah. it's not it's not what he said. It's when and where mm. the the when is a problem because actually the season hasn't finished. You know this TV series to go back to Mike's analogy has not finished. We've got another episode yet. And it's an episode in which we could maybe achieve something great if everything goes well. So he's causing problems for the Europa League campaign as at the um, a, 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 a start. And secondly, why do it in public? You know, clearly he's done it because, you know, he wants people to, to be on his side. But if you were really serious about effecting change, as opposed to just getting things off your chest and hitting back at people, you talk to the club in private, you know, don't exactly. wash your dirty laundry in public. What's exactly. he gained? You know this is this has created a hurricane that will beat down on Inter for the whole summer, no matter what happens. And does that really is that really what he wants? You know he must know that. So if he knows that that's going to happen, you know how can he be acting in Inter's best interests? You know does he genuinely believe that exposing the club and all the management to months and weeks of criticism and speculation from the media is going to help the club in the long term? I don't think so. Um, you know, there's also an element of hypocrisy in what he said, because he said, you know, um, he was criticizing people about, you know, you have to be together on the bandwagon during the good times and the bad times. And then in the same breath, he was throwing everyone under the bus in public. So how do you marry those two things together? You know, it, there's, it's a really it's it's to me, it's different to the previous rants um, because it, it seemed premeditated different. because it was stronger in the tones because it was it was less kind of calculated and you know, I wonder how you tie this all back up
0: together. Um, well, that, because, that's where I feel as well. That you know, it's this is broken in ways that how do you fix this?
2: Yeah, and that's so that's that, why I think this is so different to the, you know, the previous rants. He's there's so many questions that this opens up. You know, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to require a very very strong confrontation at some point, and it, it can't be done in public. It has to be done behind closed doors. Um, and the other reason that I, I think that this is a, this is a self defence mechanism from Conte is, you know, if, you know, it was only a month ago that we were hearing about sort of pacchetti preconfezionati, you know, and after Dortmund he said that players from Sassuolo and Brescia, you know, so previously that it was the players that were the problem, and now it's the club. So what happens if we go out in the <laughs> Europa League? Do we go back to the the fact that the, do we go back to you know complaints about how the squad isn't good enough for certain? Because he, he protected the players last night. He was on their yeah, side. Oh, he was. He so, was very
0: much on their side. He know, was on the side of everyone who works at the Pinatina. He yeah. said from the warehouse workers the, to the kitchen staff to the cleaners to my to my medic to the medical staff to my coaching staff to the players to the Primavera team to the coach. Everyone, he, he wanted to give them props, but he refused to go uh, beyond any anyone who works at any kind of desk has any kind of desk yeah. job at that club he he didn't think they were worth the worth p-
2: worth piss pretty no. much and we should say another thing he was given the opportunity to confirm that he was staying next season and he didn't take it no so he, it his didn't. future yeah. his future is a talking point he was very much it sounded to me like an ultimatum you know yeah i'll Absolutely. stay but you've got to do things a little bit differently you've got to you know buck up your ideas and give me gar you know give me reassurances that so far i haven't had or i'm off You know, it would be strange for him to to leave because, you know, where else would he go? Where, where, Where else is he going to stand a better chance of winning league titles in a club that's, you know, you're not not Bayern or PSG or Juventus who don't seem to be looking for managers at the moment. So, you know, it's a very good he'd be leaving. He'd be walking away from a very strong hand, but he has done it before with Juventus. So we have to take that seriously. Um, we do, we
0: do. And, and I find and again I have to say I find it such a shame because I think that finally now I was look that this is why I'm so disappointed on a personal level. Is because I felt that it finally was clicking. It was finally working. It was this I actually saw that this in my head, I saw a future over the next season with this guy that could actually be successful because of the way that you know, all the players have adapted to him, with the exception of maybe one or two players, who we'll talk about as well, and Brozovic. But, but like, look, it's 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 to me, it's it just seems like that that's that's why I said what I said that it seems like is, is he? It's it's like, you know, the the problem with threatening that you're going to quit. Is that sooner or later people don't care if you do because they grow tired of it. And I wonder if we reached path across that Rubicon yesterday. I really do. Mike, what do you think? What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess I go back to I I don't know. I I the whole quitting thing I don't take seriously. And if there's any, I'll spin this on a positive front. If there's because I largely agree with everything that you know the three of you have been saying, but I'll say this: if there is anybody who is not surprised. And if there's anybody who knows how to handle this, it's Pepe Morota, right? Pepe knows what he's dealing with. And Conte is predictable in his unpredictability, right? You don't know when the outbursts are coming. You don't know what to be pissed (laughs) off about, but he's going to do it. And it's going to happen several times a year. And he's going to whinge and he's going to complain. And Pepe knows how to navigate it. And I do think that, you know, I mean, look, I'm, I'm more optimistic than not about Conte overall. I do think the third player that in a lot of ways we probably have to talk about whether he's going to adapt to Conte or not, and this is a different situation than Brozovic or um, Screenyard, but I actually think maybe a lot is going to hinge on this, is Ericsson. And I guess we'll get to that when we start talking transfer market stuff. But, you know, by and large, look, Morata knows... To expect something like this, and I'm sure Marotta oh is going god. to
0: figure. Oh my god! Oh my god! Breaking news: Antonio Conte's likely to leave Inter at the end of the season, according to Sky Italia. Max Allegri. Alec- <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Now this is this is this is uh, this is. Um, I I don't think we. I think we should uh, we should understand. Like this is this is why I, you know this is what I've been waiting for all day because th- this is scary this is, the way he did it the way this you, you know there's an aspect of this that we've spoken on previous episodes and Steven Zhang is a young guy he's the youngest football president Inter He's the youngest president Inter have ever had he's doing a job that a lot of people they they're, they're very often or almost always always over 55 60% he's also not Italian which also already there puts a lot of question marks and pressure on him Antonio Conte basically declared him a clown yesterday. He can't accept that. There's there's no I, I I don't this is again, this is like the Icardi thing when I said this is not, you know, this can't go on because you cannot question the credibility of those who are in charge. There's only ever going to be one winner. We saw what happened with Icardi. Antonio Conte I, as, and as, you, as I agree with but both of you guys said this was premeditated. You know, th- this is this is what he wants to do. This is what he wants to do, and this is—I don't—I don't understand it. I think it's an absolutely h- disaster, and—and um, and he created it. He really did, and, and it upsets me. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Can I talk- say? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, on. go ahead, Mike.
3: Go, go well, I was go just going to say—I mean, the—the the immediate reaction to this, uh, as I sit here and say, "Oh, he's not going to quit." Well, apparently, he might. Uh, I think it's going to be very important is it likely to leave as in he's going to walk and resign and leave money on the table or, or is it the club firing him? Because obviously I think the financial situation of the club is something that probably the last couple of weeks we've had to think about a little more than, uh, than in years past. If Conte is walking and willing to actually give up the money, um, I mean, you know, look, there are ways in which I gained an appreciation for Max Allegri having Conte here. If only because Allegri puts his head down and works and works with the squad he's given. And, you know, it, it's, man. I mean, I'm trying to wrap my brain around all this. Um, I guess, you know, now to me, if he's actually going to walk to me, if he walks and they replace him with Allegri, look, everything I just said about how Beppe knows Conte, well, Beppe knows Allegri too. And so if that's, you know, that's the closest thing you're going to have is a proven commodity to replace the other, I guess, devil that you know. Um, then I think that can work. It's just a matter of, are they going, is this a situation where Conte is fed up and walks? Or is this a situation where Stephen Jang fires him? And then we're worrying about how they're going to pay off the rest of that money. And then what happens to the rest of the squad and who gets sold and who doesn't, because then that creates a headache that I worry a lot more about than if it's just Conte's fed up Conte walks, the guy who cleaned up his mess at Juve and is a lot more adaptable and complains less comes in because at a certain point, the talent quotient of this club keeps growing and will continue to keep growing that, a flexible manager like Allegri I don't worry about being able to win at some point with this but there's just so much we have to find out
0: I want
2: yeah should I we want,
0: just oh, yeah I, Anir,
2: I just, just want to check it yeah, should we just make it clear that you know it's not like official that Conte is leaving I'm just no having no, a look. no 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 presumably no. you're looking at this piece from Matteo Barzaghi on on um, no I'm not no I'm not
0: I'm not what I'm are you talking, looking at because I'm I'm I haven't seen Fran- I haven't I'm, seen anything I'm, that says breaking I'm news at, I'm looking at Francesco Porzio who works for Di Marzio who works as a content editor at One Football? who tweeted out that Antonio Conte likely to leave Inter Milan at the end of the season, according to Sky Italia. The number one choice to replace him is Max Allegri.
2: Okay, so I'm looking on, I'm on the website, and this is, I'm sure this is where it's come from, because it's been uploaded four, four minutes ago. Um, it's not <laughs> a, it's not a breaking news story. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of a, a, an overall summary of, of what's going on, and in, in which it does say, it starts with, the, you know, the, the breakdown in the relationship is, it will be difficult to put back together. Conte and Inter at the moment are further apart than ever. So, Mm. you know, this is definitely, uh, that's definitely, they're definitely saying that this is likely, but they're not saying that it's going to be announced in the next week or so. It's not as if this is going to break this evening. It's just sort of a general overview of the situation, which obviously they've turned into a, into a tweet. Um, it says that, you know, at the moment there's a, a clear and profound, um, a difference or sort of break between the sporting area and the the management of the club, who's in the who those who are on the pitch and those who have sort of sat behind the desk. Um, Conte doesn't want to have another year as a lightning rod. Um, the the club thinks that they've shown their ambition by sh- by choosing Conte, um, but it says you know either something will change in a dr- in a drastic manner and the tensions will disappear, or they'll have to think about another coach with Allegri always lurking in the background and in pole position so you know
0: you know what bring Max in I want Max I'm tired of this it's like no but because this is this this guy this guy is not gonna this guy's not gonna change you know Uh, and Allegri although he might be archaic he's a winning coach I mean seriously look at what he's done Uh, he's a great coach he's very pragmatic and he has impulse control that supersedes that of a petulant five-year-old that apparently is an issue with Antonio Conte I hope this doesn't happen let me be clear I don't want to change coaches again this is absolutely not what I want to do but but if but if this guy is going to continue to throw these temper tantrums like a five-year-old this is inevitable you know what I mean yeah
2: I think that I was, I was interesting that Mike said something about, you know, how Marotta knows Conte well. I was actually, I spoke to James Horncastle about this last night and he said, um, he, he gets the sensation that, you know, Conte basically thinks that because he's been with Marotta so long, he can basically say whatever he wants and there'll be no consequences for it. And he might have just pushed the boat a little bit too far on this occasion because Marotta knows that everything he's saying actually reflects badly on him as well. Exactly. Um, exactly. The other, the other thing he said is that, um, which I hadn't thought about. He thinks Conte is, you know, we we talked about how Conte was. Um, he said uh, presidente in China in a sort of very sort of dismissive way last night. know, talking about how Zhang is in China. James suggested that Conte maybe is take trying to take advantage of the fact that Stephen Zhang is in his twenties, and so he sees him as someone that, you know, he can maybe um, sort of whip into shape. Um, but as you said, you know, we saw this with Icardi at the start. I was skeptical about whether uh, Suning would really put their foot down and move him on because maybe it wasn't what we were used to, but they did. And again, it's obviously that the, the specifics are very different, but again, we have someone who is trying to put themselves above the club.
0: And that is, mm. that is a red line. So- that is a red line. Exactly. Thank you. Cause that is, and I feel he crossed that yesterday. My analysis of the situation is that, you know, not even, Mar- not even, not even Zen man, not even the Buddha, the, the, the you know, the, the 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 calmest man on earth, Marotta, can put these pieces back together. I really don't think so, and and I think it's a shame. We,
2: yeah. yeah, sorry. You, I was well. going to say, do you remember when we beat Atalanta about ten years ago and finished second in Serie A? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh-huh. so. It's not even been
0: 24 hours since the final whistles we record this this is, is what I, I i i don't say it as a funny thing inter years are like dog years there's 14 of them in one human year and this is this is just another extension of that mo you want to react to this not to this stuff
1: <laughs> but yeah no look i guys i i again uh mma uh comparisons you know uh <laughs> If anyone seen the Habib Nurmagomedov uh, versus uh, Conor McGregor fight uh, a couple of years ago... Uh, yeah, that where, ended uh, well. That yeah, ended exactly, well. you know. Uh, Habib uh, jumps over the octagon, over the cage, uh, kicks Dylan Danis uh, and Eagle, Eagle kicks uh, Dylan Danis in the face and uh, melee ensues. Uh, and it seemed like it was the end of the world, but uh, things blow over and... Uh, I think results ultimately results on the pitch are what count, and um, we said this before. 82 points. Uh, uh, we, we I, I just like to go on record for for Nima and I's sake. You know, regardless of how positive I am and whatever, we did not finish one point behind Juventus. You know, it's no, it's no, not. No. Uh, we we it, it wasn't a close uh, race uh, to the finish. Uh, Juventus uh, took their foot off the gas in the last two matches. We finished a good eight points behind them. Uh, but that said, we did finish less than ten, ten points behind uh, the, the leaders. We finished above eighty, 80 points. Uh, I mean, the, the the progress is undeniable and irrefutable in the oddest of uh, circumstances, and I think that's what remains. I think tempers flare up. Uh, anybody who's been married will know that uh, uh, they they're very frequently. Things that seem like uh, there are points of no return when, when, when said, are easy to to come back to, if if we all are on the same page. So I think the the, the important point here is to say, is to understand uh, what's what's in Conte's mindset, what's in Marotta and and Zhang's mindset, if if they're all on board, and ultimately this is just like a a lover's pat or or whatever it is, you know, it, uh, but but we're all on board, unlike, you know, like like Nima. Nima is clearly not on board the Conte train, you know, like...
0: No, if, not if, anymore. If, Look, I was on yeah, board no, the Conte train, but But, but is, I mean, like, no, if, uh, if, if
1: this is Zhang's... If, if, if Zhang's mindset is like Nima's, then of course, this is a big problem. But if... Um, Stephen Zhang has
0: also his father looking at him. This is this is his first big job to, to be able to prove himself to his father to see if he can take over a bigger role within the Suning Group. Like let's not you know let's understand what's at stake here when he makes exactly inter-
1: that's that, yeah. exactly yeah. that's what I mean you know at the end of the day what what does what does anyone have to look back and report on this season? It's not it's not a uh, 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 forty-five minute uh, Press interaction from an inter perspective. What what are the record record books going to talk about? They're going to talk about inter finishing eighty two points, best defense, second best attack, oh. uh, one point behind yes. Juventus. <laughs> do you
0: know, I, I I just hear his voice and I, I, I it's, but, <laughs> but it's
1: it's it's the truth, you know, it's the yeah, truth. I know, it's the truth. So, yeah, and and it's undeniable, you know. So yeah, so if sure. this is if this is you know if this is what History is going to record of this season, and this is what matters, and this is what progress really is. Then everything else is, you know, is um, marginal, is uh, is a distraction. Uh, let let the man have a, have his meltdown. Let him uh, let him uh, uh, whine and complain, and we're gonna, you know, behind closed doors, uh, make peace with him and, and and treat him for what he is, ensuring that we've invested so much money in in a in a team. In his shape, uh, in his own, um, you know, uh, in his own mold, uh, to make sure that they continue progressing forward. And I mean, I, I think it's very premature to talk of someone like Allegri or whatever. But you know, I if, think it's
0: the, it's Conte, the rational choice. It's the only. Yeah, rational I
1: mean, if, choice. if Conte was to be replaced with anyone, as as the experiment is, experiment is shown in, at Juventus. Uh,
0: both as, a, but also he, as a person. Both as a person, because Allegri is. Yeah, club. no, no. I, I, think, I think he's Allegri, a company man. Yeah. yeah, he's a company. That's man. why
2: Juventus got him, wasn't it? That's
0: yeah, because he would, he
2: would, you know, not that he's he's someone you can walk over, but someone who is happy to, to to make concessions and doesn't make
1: huge demands in terms of how the club is running. He just gets on with his business. That's, but you know. not only that, I think he's the he's the most underrated uh, Italian tactician of the last decade. Like absolutely. You know,
2: 100%. I love how we're just talking Allegri up in case he gets <laughs> next week. No, not, <laughs> no I, I'm not.
0: I'm,
2: I, I'm not at all. No, no, I
1: agree with you. I agree. I agree. I, I wouldn't I, be disappointed. I, definitely not good. at all. I, I, am, I am all on board the Conte train. I, I will forgive Conte any outburst, uh, save for one, you know, where he shits on uh, the fans themselves, you know. But, but I'm, I, I, I think the man is a miracle worker. I think he's got. Two seasons, the same way we said that Spalletti, I, I loved Spalletti. I still love Spalletti. I have so much love for Spalletti. I think that Spalletti had a time and place, and his time and place was to bring the club to the point where Conte would take over, yeah. and subsequently, the Conte project still needs another year or two, you know, but an, at least another year or two to see itself out. And then we hand it over to the Allegri, and then post-Allegri, we hand it over to... Sorry
0: Chollo, Chollo, El Cholito
1: at yeah, oh, no, well, least no,
0: by, by, right?
1: by that time there'll be there'll be a new uh, a new young uh, manager uh, out there in the world maybe maybe it's the ZB maybe I don't know but we'll hand it over to the the next thing to, to, to re- rejuvenate the project but it's it is a process it is a process but I think that Conte cannot I mean everything everything that's happened so far this season, Let's say it's not a hundred percent attributable. Everything good is not attributable to Conte, but the the like. If you look at any incident, the level of influence he's had on its very existence is more than sixty or seventy percent at every at any incident. At Icardi leaving, at Lukaku coming in, at uh, at, at finishing second, at at whatever you know at. I mean, you know, I'm at a loss at the moment. But the yeah, the whole list of, uh, of of achievements that this that this club has undergone this year transformative achievements at any of those points, at least 70 or 80 percent of why these things have happened is attributable directly to Conte's uh, presence there. You know, so uh, I agree. yeah, I, agree. I, no, I, th- I see. This is the thing. I I want to be like.
0: I, I've said so many times
1: that my issues with
0: Conte are just this, this th- these tantrums, these meltdowns, these, 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 these childish, neurotic, psychotic meltdowns where he throws his toys out the pram. This is what I don't like about him. Other than that, I absolutely love what he's done with this team. I think the wor- the, the handcraft that he did at Chelsea at, at, with the Italian national team, with Juventus, is, is brilliant. It is nothing short of brilliant but he he ruins it by doing these things because the, he doesn't seem to know or care that his actions have ramifications and they, those ramifications are unacceptable and make it impossible for other people to do their jobs, namely Beppe Marotta, namely Stephen Zhang. And that's the issue. That, that's, that's the only thing I want to... I'm raise.
1: hoping that, uh, that cooler heads prevail and, uh, you know, this certainly isn't Marotta's first rodeo, you know, uh, you talk about, <laughs> you know, uh, he, 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 knows that, uh, he, he, feels that, uh, you know, Conte might think that he's given himself a bit too much leeway in what he can say, but uh, that having said that also Marotta has been, has been around the block with Conte. He knows what to expect from him as well, you know, so it's, it's, it's the same argument we were having with Nikki Bandini about, uh, Juventus improving, the, you know, is this a missed opportunity? Is it not a missed opportunity? Juventus are going to improve, but also Inter are going to improve. So you know, like things are fluid and things change. Uh, the important thing is what is wh- wh- what is the essence? What 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 is the, the the root of what we're talking about? The root is this is a project and it's going well. And if there are things around the project, the noise around the project, distractions. Uh, and, and this guy, like, this guy who's been, un- I mean, understandably and, and you know, understandably and, and empathetically, sympathetically, uh, under a lot of stress uh, the entire season, this is his pressure relief valve. Let let him have his 45 minutes, you know, let him have it. And, and we're going to work it out. But I think um, th- th- this is how, if I were in Marotta's place or I was in Zhang's place, this is how I would approach it. It's not like, it's not to say that I would... Walk in the office tomorrow, and uh, you know, uh, um, slap Conte on the bum and tell him, "Antonio, great, uh, great interviews <laughs> last night. You know, like uh, what, what a great season! I mean, you know, of course, there's going to be, uh, there, there needs to be behind the doors, behind closed doors, uh, 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 some sort of, uh, you know, uh, they need to talk. They need, yeah, to, they talk. need to talk. Yes, But, but, but again, yeah. I, and not on television. Yeah. Yes, and not on, on TV. But maybe, but maybe this is like uh, the Machiavellian guy in me thinks maybe, maybe this is premeditated. Maybe this is a Marotta a Conte uh, a Marotta Conte um, pact. Maybe this is Marotta is trying to revolutionize something in the club, and you know it's done in conjunction with Conte and go out and do this and that, and 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 this is how we're going to be able to uh, fire X, Y, and Z from the hierarchy of the club because these guys are are, are cancers. But I I, I, I don't believe not, that. Not for a second. Not for a second do I not think that Conte is uh, not fully bought into this project. We've seen this man gnaw at his knuckles. We've seen this man, like, almost with his seat. We we, we we know we know what this project, whether it's you know whether it's Inter or not. But like, he he is for, for me personally, like he's invested into this project, r- heart whether and it's, soul
0: heart and soul there's no like i'm not like i don't doubt the guy's passion or the guy's commitment i doubt what i'm talking what i'm talking about is his is the way he handles it and he doesn't seem. he seems completely like he doesn't he seems to lack a he has a complete lack of self-awareness which is which is crazy and it's 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 not no it's normal it's not normal man (laughs) like when you do this you know, you create issues for everyone else, and Inter is not Juve. Juve can weather the storm.
1: I'll tell you what, you know, for, for you and I, you and I, Nima... Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, go, go. Sorry, go. sorry yeah. For, for you and I, uh, this is the last, sorry, I, I've been hogging the mic, but uh, for, for, for you and I, um, uh, and almost a lot of, uh, I can't speak for Mike and Will, but uh, possibly them as well, uh, Mourinho is God, like like there, there is no mm. better manager, he is the gold standard of management, and but to a Manchester United fan, the, the man is a, an incompetent, whingy, whining, you know, uh, SOB. So it, 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 it all it all depends on, on the perspective. You know what I mean? Like, it, he didn't do much different from what he did at, at United than Inter in terms of, like, uh, communication at Mourinho.
3: I think Mourinho, in a lot of ways... And the worry with Conte is that Mourinho sort of became almost a pastiche of himself over time where, you know, he it became four, two, three, one all the time. And sort of the aggressions of the games he played in the media started turning against his own players. The way he managed a room at Inter compared to how many people alienated at United. Uh, and now it's starting to happen at Tottenham with a guy like Ndombele after he just got there. To me, you know. Mourinho sort of just fell into his old habits and then magnified them to the extreme and I think that is the worry with Conte at some point is at what point do we worry you know does Conte the bad start to outweigh the good and I don't think we're there yet but at a certain point Mourinho stopped being able to control his impulses and he stopped being able to be flexible and do we get to that point with Conte because I agree with everything you're saying about this is supposed to be a project and I do think Conte went into this thinking that but I worry about you know the thing we haven't talked about yet besides the self-awareness or the lack thereof or the the anger is just patience. Like yeah. as Conte, I mean, Conte I think is starting to get impatient after year one or midway through year one. And when it gets to that point and when you start pushing too much, well, this isn't a marriage. Beppe Marotta knows this is not a marriage. Beppe Marotta knows that Antonio Conte is a mercenary. He's a hired gun to do a certain job and that is exactly. to bring this club back to where it was. Agreed. But if Conte Agreed. can't even be patient enough to go through a full year without losing his mind, or we get to the off season and he goes into the market and he starts making demands that are unreasonable and you know, past the point of what you know financially makes sense or what makes sense to overhaul for the squad in the bigger picture, because but Ben Moralta is gonna be here a lot longer than Antonio Conte is, he just is. If we get to that point and Conte can't even pace himself anymore and he can't uh, you know even maintain the view to do a two to three year project, and he has to have it in one to two. Then at that point, you start questioning. Well, okay, then why are we doing this? Because nobody ever thought Conte was going to be here for seven or eight years. It was never going to be that way.
0: Yeah, no, I see. I, I agree with that. I agree with that, Mike. Because I always this, this is this is this is kind this kind of ties again. This ties this ties what Will was saying together. You know, this this together with what Will Will was saying ties everything together really well in the sense that this is to me i've always thought that he that my impression was always he's here for two years tops to get his you know after chelsea the the debacle at chelsea to get himself up again and to uh, and to move over to a real madrid or a premier league or a psg that that's always been my my interpretation of this And it, you know, and and, 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 and that this was never a project that he just he was pretty much going through the motions with it in terms of that or maybe not going through the motions, but more the project was always going to be two years old for him. Whilst at Inter and Marotta, they're thinking long term, you know, this is Marotta thinks five, ten years ahead because he's a brilliant director. Antonio Conte thinks about me now here because he wants to make the next big thing. And that's why I think that's what we're seeing here, that he's he doesn't seem that's why I think he's he's behaving like a rattled, rabid animal is because he doesn't see he doesn't see him winning this year. He doesn't see him winning next year. And that rattles him. And he doesn't want to stay here more than two years. I think that's what the issue is. Um, that's my yeah, I, think that's,
2: I think that's a very good point. I don't think he's. Now, obviously, all managers ultimately are there for themselves. But I don't think Conte is bothered at all about what what he's putting in place for for future managers. He's here to win now. Now. Um, Now. Me now. Yeah. So at most next year, if he Mm. stays, which, again, we cannot say with any certainty. No, we
0: can't. And this is this is another thing. I mean, again, we all kind of agree on what the stuff he says, uh, that, that it hasn't been working for a long time. But this is, again, premeditated and timing. This is this is stupid. I mean, what what on earth does he expect? It doesn't help. But what on, but I'm thinking, either he's really really that like that delusional that he thinks that he can get away with it. I don't buy into that, or it's uh-huh. just the fact that I, I really don't think he, you know he can't be that delusional. He's 51 years old for crying out loud. Like yeah, I guess you know of course he can be. But I mean, it's I, I just don't get it. How he, how can you be this delusional? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's
2: that's that's what i think that's why that's why what makes me think that you know he's if he's not decided that he's he wants to leave he's certainly you know waiting to be given reason to stay if that makes sense you know he's, yeah um, but th- there was a moment in that sky interview where he said he used the past tense when he was talking about he said something like it's it's been good to work with these people at piano and then he sort of changed it, went, it, it it is good to work with these people at I don't know. He could just been preferring, but to not, be only, preferring not only to not, this but not, season. But you
0: know, but, but not only I, that. I just I just another thing. He said another thing for the first time when when when, when inadvertently talking about Calciopoli when he was asked about um, when when he was asked about Inter's Inter having won you know the the treble winning season and he goes that was a season that was a team that had yeah. won three Scudettos before yeah. that. No, not four, or you know that that's 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 intentional no I I did see that about half an hour before we came on actually that was uh you know see that again yeah, I, I I I think like exactly what it, I'm, I'm my gut feeling told me this this guy wants to get wants to get himself wants to do a Chelsea redux get himself sacked and then sue the club if he doesn't get paid Um <laughs> pretty much like yeah. that, that's that's where i am with this and i find it so sad because i was just buying into it i was actually looking for me i was seeing light at the end of the tunnel turns out it was a nuclear missile coming at me and not not and not light at the end of yeah. the tunnel
2: yeah sorry and you do you do think you know the, there have been problems this year there have been he's made mistakes but you look at the way the league ended. You look at how the state of play in the league is, and you think what could be done next season with a few more signings and a bit of harmony. And you think, are we even going to get that far? Um, it's, you know, it's really disappointing because you know it's we've been very we've, we've been on here for an hour now and we haven't even spoken about how brilliantly no. we played in these last two no. games. We haven't it's spoken exactly. about the Europa League. Exactly. And that, that's the production. You know, Conte needs saving from himself sometimes because exactly he's, he, his his gripe in that interview yesterday was. You know, my work hasn't been recognized. Well, we haven't had a chance to talk about his
0: work for the last hour
2: because he because you burnt the house down on us. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You just burnt the house down. It's kind of hard to 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 admire how well you've welded you know, how well how nice of a
3: kitchen you've built when you just torch the plate to the ground. I mean, it's just <laughs> I mean, And smell. that will be in a lot of ways for his ego, that's probably the greatest punishment of all. And it's his fault, right? Like this yeah. dude has an ego. This dude wants to know that he's great. Well, guess what? People aren't gonna talk about you being great if you do things like this and at the end of the day he'll only have himself to blame because he is brilliant as a manager but Absolutely. we're here for an hour talking about his antics
0: mm, exactly couldn't say a better mike well i don't know i mean it's I, I think you know there's there's not much to say it's going to be exciting and for everyone who thought that this is <laughs> so much for the calm and happiness going into the getafe game that that post game is going to be very interesting to follow and cover um but at least we're prepared Especially for to lose <laughs> oh yeah. he which, which, lose. I, which I, think a of I think they will which i think they will I, did oh did hell you, no did you think oh that, hell no okay you, let's did, talk about this
2: yeah did you sorry. think that before he said that all those things yesterday or have you changed your mind after what he said i changed
0: my mind after what he
2: said okay I really right did, so that's interesting I, because I yeah. think this
0: this team is. I know they will. As I said, I'm not changing my mind on on the fact that I think they will die for him. But I think that also this 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 this, this these players have shown that they're mentally fragile, and having a dad who is mentally insane is not good for the mental health of the children that are mentally yeah. fragile. <laughs> Do you know what
2: I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, look, there is even a, a far-fetched idea that you know he was he trying to create a, a siege mentality uh, for the Europa League, but
0: by normally, creating a civil that,
2: war. Well, the thing <laughs> is, normally when you have us versus them, normally the them is external; it's not yes. inside your own house. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you can you know, you you can't, you can only <laughs> conclude that he. He, if he, I just did, if he thinks that Inter are good enough to win the Europa League, why are you doing this before the first match? Surely exactly. you know, if you're serious and you're desperate and you're really fired up to do this, how can you, how can you do this before the Europa League? You've just, you've just made things so much harder. You know, it doesn't change the, the players you're putting on the pitch or the, the opponents you're facing, but it just makes the, the atmosphere so much more toxic.
0: Toxic. It's completely toxic. It's, it's, a, it's a nuclear wasteland now. He turned all the rosiness and turned it into, a, into Chernobyl. That's that's what he did, and it's and it's and it's just it's so so sad. It's so unnecessary. But I want to talk about that, Mo. You said you think we're gonna we're still gonna win the Europa League. Go, tell me why. Oh yeah,
1: yeah no no we're 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 gonna win the Europa League uh, for sure. I think I I I, look guys, uh, this is what I'm here for. This is what I uh, (laughs) the big bucks.
2: Never needed you more.
1: Yes. No, mm-hmm. honestly, look, I, 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 like, I, I think it's just, uh, like, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, be, like Will said, I'd love to be talking about two games, you know, Napoli, Atalanta, we wished for four points at the most, we got six points, and not only six points, we got six points, two clean sheets, emphatic, and I'll, I'll Nima's... We got Lautaro uh, back, here. what a goal against yeah. Napoli. Yeah, and, and not not only that, uh, i uh, key uh, phrase here, we got control, like, both games were controlled for the entire 90 minutes. There was no point in either game where I thought that the result was beyond us, you know. Um, so may- may- maybe the Napoli game was a bit uh, shaky in the beginning of the second half, but but it, it was two dominant performances, uh, really, you know, highlighting the fact that we are the worthy second place by far, by far, if not the first, you know. Uh, so I think... Uh, looking forward onto the Europa League, I think this is just uh, 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 an interview. I'm pretty sure things have like there. There have been 24 hours that have transpired since the since the interview last night. Uh, people have had conversations. Uh, Marotta has been on the phone to Zhang, uh, Conte. They've had conference calls, Zoom calls, blah blah blah, whatever. If if it's going to be if, if it's ever going to be worked out. It would have been worked out now. It's not going to. If it's not going to have. If it's not going to work out, then we've we we would have already known about this.
0: But so this, this is what's getting me. Sorry to interrupt you, but this yeah, is, I just saw this on no. Sky. They're they're saying that he's doing this to have a meeting with 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 Steven Zhang. What? Yeah. As so it, what are they keep? I mean, what what are they afraid that he's going to do? Like, why are they keep? Why is Marotta keeping Conte away from Zhang? Like children away from the tiger's cage at the zoo like what's going on here what is he going to do like th- this is this is weird this is so weird and this speculation hurts inter this is what i mean this speculation hurts inter and and and, and again we're, we're here Ironically, again this
1: is, this is the speculation that he's been talking about you know complaining about you know that he created himself That he created yeah <laughs> but, ha- but he hasn't but he hasn't created he like he hasn't it. created I mean, he, he did create this batch, man. Mo, oh, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but but it's just uh, if if there's if there's ever a way to point to things and say this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is it. This is this is exactly it. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, that aside, I I I, I like uh, whatever uh, Conte's outburst. It's in the past. We'll see how it pans out. I think uh, this team is uh, by far the the strongest. Uh, having looked at uh, uh, all the other teams, we're we we're, we're definitely going to beat Getafe H- uh, so. at this point in time. Yeah, no, I mean, foot like footballing uh, from a footballing perspective, there's uh, there's no uh, there's no doubt we're a better team uh, in better form. Uh, they've uh, they finished their uh, league a week ahead of us. Uh, they're uh, uh there it's a difficult spot between rest and and, and rustiness we're uh we're resting we're, we're getting the biggest rest that we've had in a long time so it's going to feel like a, a long holiday I, I i think uh this match is is an interwin for sure and i i really believe you know the same way i believed in second place the same way i i i, I didn't believe in 80 points because i wasn't aware of the 80 points it was will who made that apparent to us but uh uh, second place was important and we did it, and I think we're going to win uh, the Europa League, and if uh, ironically, I think that if we do win the Europa League contest chances of leaving uh, the club are higher uh, because he will I have won so a too. trophy I, but, uh, yeah. I,
2: I think so too he can I ride think... off into the sunset yeah, exactly
1: if
0: I won the Europa League, League. I finished second, screw yeah. you guys yeah.
1: the, no, same way, totally the same easy. way that Mourinho did at United his mistake was staying on after I that mean, season, season when they didn't season. get him Maguire and they didn't get him all these requests. So I mean I think I I, I don't think that it, it means that Conte will leave if we do win the Europa League. But I think the the chances odds of him, are higher. Yeah, mm. Chances are higher if we do win. With you all the way. But uh, but I think it's almost it's almost uh, guaranteed that he stays on if we don't win anything. So if if we don't win the Europa League, he's definitely <laughs> on board for next season. I don't know.
2: Just out I don't of know. Stubbornness. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know I'm i can't that. leave without having won something so i'll just stay here until yeah. I'm like 70 until i've yeah. won the you know the the, the Berlusconi trophy or whatever it is that the pre-season <laughs> but, but thing we
1: we will we will win the europa league i think uh, okay. uh, i think we'll, we're, see. we're, we're, we're well, very to... it's a very strong team like look, look at us yesterday against atalanta it's it was and I, I i really i think the 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 fact that barella and uh, brozovic uh, being together fit in in form is is really the 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 thing that has transformed this uh, team like this is the reason why we are where we are these two together are 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 what has made uh, the the last uh, the last uh, six or seven games so so fantastic for inter it's because they are the the entire like they're the pivot on on which the entire machine turns you know uh, and i think uh, the midfield is, is, is definitely uh, our strongest point. And if or when Tonali comes, it's just going to get better. And I think uh, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait, personally.
0: I I hope you're right. I mean, that this we uh, nothing nothing you know football winning football matches calms things down in a storm. There's no doubt about that. Right. Let's um let's move on to uh, the part of the show where we pay tribute, rip the piss out of, and criticize someone or something heavily in the world of football. Starting with this week's neg- uh, this week's the negativity. This week's Moji which will be presented by Mister Mike Pilucci.
3: <laughs> we're, we're not gonna go too far because we've already done this for a while. I will say the only thing to, to add is just if he actually stays, and for the record, the emoji of the week is our our dear captain Antonio Conte, because dude, chill the hell out. <laughs> but if he does stay, the defining aspect of this offseason is going to be the mercato and what con what compromises you make and what compromises you don't make, because uh Conte will have certain amounts of leverage based purely on the fact that not only did he get results, but a large part of his results are because he pushed so hard for Lukaku. And he was right. You know, Mourinho going into year two, he pushed very hard for, you know, he wanted wingers. And he got Mancini and he got Ricky Corisma and it was a disaster. And so that made it a lot easier for the club to tell him when he wanted Deco as his trick or uh, no, you're going to watch Schneider, and you're going to be happy with that. <laughs> so. Exactly. Conte is going to have some leverage if he does stick around, but it's going to be fascinating. You know, this, you know, why it's going to be hard to move on from this just for the sake of moving on is when he keeps having these outbursts. If you are Beppe and you know that you have to build a team that lasts beyond Conte, and you don't even know if Conte is making it through year one, let alone through year two, how much are you really going to give him what he wants when there are going to be moments? Uh, where he has to, uh, you know, oblige Conte. And a perfect example, you know. I don't think we're gonna have time to get into the whole Ndombélé thing now after what's happened. But, uh, you know, this idea that if Conte wants to spend on a physical young midfielder, I actually, I don't think that's very crazy. If the whole point of it is to support Christian Eriksen, because Absolutely. this is this is another conversation for another time. But while the rest of this year, I don't mind him doing triage and playing Brozovic and playing Barella together. I do think that in the bigger picture, he has decided he can't use Brozovic with Ericsson. And make no mistake, the path to this club taking the next level and getting Amen. to winning, winning Italy is going to be Christian Ericsson. Uh,
1: Christian Ericsson
3: is the world-class midfielder they have not had. I love Brozovic, but Brozovic isn't quite on that level. We don't know what Barilla will ultimately become. Sandro Tonali is young. Stefano Sensi, we just, there are so many question marks the path towards this club being great is Ericsson being Ericsson and if he decides that the way to do that is put another physical midfielder behind Barella, that's not a bad idea frankly that's uh, something that should be supported but if you are beppe marotta how much do you compromise with this man how much do you sell milan screenyard to make conte happy if conte just leaves in a year and you go back to a four man defense and you this, don't have milan screenyard so this is going to be
0: especially when milan screenyard is so popular and has done so well right. with this club Right, and he doesn't want to leave. He fired no, he his doesn't... agent to negotiate yeah. an extension. I mean, Jesus, yeah. Right. No, we're gonna we're gonna have a screening debate next week because I yeah.
3: think this is gonna end then. I think there's yeah. gonna a be lot a lot a... of
0: talking points next week. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: Um, and so, I guess bringing that all up, wrapping that into the bulge of the week thing, is just simply that this will not end right now because even if he stays, no matter what happens in the Europa League, the whole summer every transfer that this club makes or does not make is really going to be speaking on a larger level of how much do we make this man happy and how much do we not and we have to think about this probably way more than we needed to 48 hours ago you know there are always going to be compromises the board always gives and takes with the manager that's normal but now now that you know how volatile this can be how thin the ice is how much will he really give conte what he wants and unfortunately That, you know, maybe this monologue is over, but the impact of that monologue, the ripples of that monologue, will be going on until this next season starts, whether he's here or whether he's not. And that shit is exhausting. So come on, Conte. Exactly. Chill the hell out,
0: man. Exactly. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Reverend Mike Pellucci, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, right. Let's uh, move on to something much more comical this week's Frog, which you presented by Mr. Will Beckman.
3: Clamoroso, autogol di
2: Yes, I think we all need a bit of light relief. Yes, after uh, <laughs> the very dark and uh, hard-hitting episode uh, that we've uh, that we've just all gone through together. Yeah. Um, by the way. Hitafe have played 11 games since football resumed. They've picked up eight points and scored six goals. So I just wanted to tap that on to, so they're not in form at all. So I just wanted to add on to our Europa League chat. So we should definitely beat them. But the frog of this week is Marco Tardelli, who once upon a time uh, <laughs> managed Inter in the dark and distant 2001. Um, him of the 6-0 derby fame. And uh, he was shown up a little bit uh, on television uh, at the start of this week. When Juventus picked up their ninth uh, straight league title, uh, there was a, a show on Rai Sport, which is the the main sort of TV channel in Italy, uh, about Morat, Massimo Moratti's comments. Um, he said at the start of the week, you know, if I was Aniene, I wouldn't necessarily be proud of having the number 38 um, up in lights on my in my club because you know uh, because you know we know what happened and you know I think he said um, they're a bit distracted in Turin. Whoever made that sign that said 38 because it should really be 36. So they were discussing these comments and Tardelli sort of said, you know, I think we, you know, it's maybe about time that we stopped criticizing Juventus for this number of Scudetto chat, which obviously comes up every year. Uh, he said, you know, everyone decides to to put what they want. You know, it's my, it's my stadium, it's my house. If I think I've won 38, you know, I, I'm going to put 38. Um, and this was, this set him up for a fantastic response from Gianfranco Teotino, who's a journalist who writes for like Messaggero and appears on Sky Sports a lot, and he said, uh, having heard Tardelli's rather, very strange and mealy-mouthed defense of Juventus, he said, well, okay, then if that's the case, then the next time that you that you show me on camera here, I'd like my little name label at the bottom to say that I'm the editor of the New York Times, because, <laughs> because if you can just put whatever you want, and if you think that if that's how it works, then all right, then I'm I'm the editor of the New York Times. You know, we are... We are king and queen of of Italy, Nima. You know, yes, we can say whatever not? we want.
0: Why not? Why not? So, yeah. Why why let reality destroy what we yeah. want to be? So no, that's you know, brilliant. That's um, it was just
2: such a quick response, you know, and he he didn't really have a an answer, so it was just a great, you know. If, if, we're, if we're gonna rip the piss out of someone, and by the way, this this actually um, led to um uh, one of the sort of in, the inter-aggregation sites. They brought up some old. Uh, comments that Javier Zanetti made in his autobiography about Tardelli, um, sort of just telling us how bad he was at managing. You know, he said, "Oh, with one, with all honesty, without any rancor or, or or bad feelings, I'll just say that Marco Tardelli was the worst, the worst in every sense, as an as a coach and as a man." You know, I've worked with lots of managers, lots of different personalities, coaches that, that are more favourable to attacking football, people who want to play the ball along the floor or go put it wide, people who are more focused on psychology. Tardelli is crap.
0: <laughs> right, he was crap at Inter, to be fair. Right. Uh, let's move on to something much more positive. Uh, this week's uh, Moratti, which will be presented by Mr. Mohamed
1: Nast. He, he works a lot. He's intelligent. And uh, surprise uh, people sometimes with his uh, ideas. Not easy to find one person of this uh, call it this. I mean, look, uh, you're really uh, setting me up here. Uh, the last uh, Marathi of the season. Uh, no, it's not. It's not, that, it's, it's uh, it's not, not a, a lot. lot. Where are you going next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're going. The, the, the last, the last, the Moratti of the Serie A season. Ah, exactly. You're not uh, going
0: anywhere, sir. You're not going.
2: Not. You've never been a more precious commodity to this <laughs>
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I, I think. I, look, my, my I, I have so much, so much joy and love. Yesterday, I I, I, I logged off uh, right after the final whistle. I oh. went out with my wife, my sister-in-law, good, and my brother-in-law. We went out for drinks. Good I came back home, uh, you know, decided uh, <laughs> completely elated. The uh, a few glasses of wine later, you know, just, <laughs> let me let, let me look at the wonderful world of Twitter just to see how great the you are feeling around. I find a a, a voice note oh, from Nima on uh, on our WhatsApp group. What is wrong like, with uh, this man? <laughs> yeah. that? was great. <laughs> that was that down. was
2: all we heard from Nino last night. <laughs> he he left a three second voice note in our WhatsApp chat, which simply said, "What the f is this man's problem?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I go on Twitter and I I realize, but 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 so so all of that aside, I'm gonna take, I'm I, I'm my morati is is 45 minutes prior, you know um uh, sure. so so first of all uh, a huge a huge thanks needs to go to everyone everyone even in the Chi and the lega and everyone like everyone who made this amazing amazing end of season happen you know like it's it's sure. it's no small feat it's no small feat uh, i can't remember how many match days it was uh, 12 match days in uh in uh, four weeks or in six weeks six, it, it's six been weeks. a ridiculous yeah yeah ridiculous. Thirteen match days in in, in, in six weeks. So the, the amount of effort and will, regardless of, of you know what what uh, the incentives were or what the incentives weren't, but we had an amazing run and the season finished and it's due to a lot of hard work, a lot of testing, a lot of quarantining, a lot of sacrificing. So so this is the first thing I'm I'm very thankful for that we we got to see a legitimate end to the season. But from a very inter inter perspective, and you know, back to yesterday's performance, and to who we spoke about uh, being the winner of the, tra- uh, the 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 highest score on the transfer market for Inter this year, Romelu Lukaku. What mm. I mean, he he didn't score anything yesterday, but what a performance! Man of the match. Um, I, I I don't think I've seen, I've ever seen better. Uh, uh, back to the goal. Control of the ball as a target man. In, in remember,
0: in, remember when it, we were told honestly, that he's not a target man. That is like every like. Remember all of that when Inter signed him. Yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. All these just experts said he's he can't play target man. He can't he he can't hold up the, up the ball. Linked, link up the up ball, ball. His link but up is bad. His link up is bad. His distribution, his first touch, all of that. We yeah. were told he no, played no. Timbaland's on and all that nonsense.
1: Well, yesterday you know. yesterday was a tour de force of uh, Lukaku's so. prowess. As a as a target man, you know. I mean, he's already shown us what what, what he can do as a as a as a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is undeniable. But uh, his performance yesterday, as you know, uh, a selfless uh, player for the team, is uh, uh, it, it is that along with everyone who made the, the end of season possible, is my Moratti of the week. I think uh, this this has been a remarkable season, regardless of what uh, yeah. what we've spoken about for an hour so far, an hour and a half so far, whatever. I think this has been a remarkable season, a very positive season. I think uh, uh, with Conte, without Conte, we the, the club has has taken huge strides in the right direction. And uh, really, I can't wait uh, to win the Europa League and then to get into uh, getting the number, number 19th uh, Scudetto next season.
0: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And uh, if there's anyone going to do it, um, I, I hope it's with Antonio Conte. I hope they can patch things up, but it certainly doesn't seem so right now but let's we'll be covering it at semprinter.com obviously 24 7 365 days a year um that was all we had time for this week i'd like to thank you mike do not be a stranger we will definitely want to have you back hope you enjoyed yourself
3: anytime guys thank you for having me
0: and mr william beckman
2: thank you for an hour and 20 minutes of light therapy (laughs) and uh it's put, put me in a slightly more uh well, not relaxed, but a slightly more—it's like it's just nice to know that you know we, I'm not the only one who supports a club that it's is mad. deranged,
0: yeah. deranged. <laughs> and uh, also, um, and as always, Mr. Positivity himself. There should be a Mo app with Mo just speaking soothingly to yeah. one about how things are gonna gonna be okay, Mr. <laughs> Mohammed Nassar. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, really, uh, what a season! I'm so happy to be a part of this. Uh, I have podcast. to
0: thank you. I have to thank you again for the for for keeping up with those previews. Because <laughs> it's been intense for you as well. I mean, Jesus, I've it's been a lot I've, of fun. <laughs> well, th- we will be back next week, and we will have a season review by then, uh, and uh, a little bit more structure. Because I think that a lot of things will crystallize itself between now and the end of the uh, europa league uh, game uh, it won't be too far off we'll do it the day after the europa league because we will definitely need to need to analyze this as as, as, as closer to the events as they take place um, until next week uh, until next episode my name is Nima Talevoli wishing you all a happy week week and a and a progression to the quarterfinals of the europa league uh, se- and sempre e solo forza inter <laughs>